You know what? I have the greatest theme song ever. Greatest theme song? I do. Okay. But the problem is, the theme song is by someone we don't like anymore. <laughs> All right. Someone it's, we don't like. It's by Kanye. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about Kanye. We don't talk about Kanye. Nope. But then, like, the song still slaps. Because I'm living in that 21st century. <laughs> Doing something mean to it. <laughs> this what is obviously a conversation that I missed at some point. You so did. I'm, I'm so confused. Well, <laughs> Not that I like Kanye. I'm just saying, like, I have no idea what's going on. I mean... I'm trying to understand it too. Are you so? Are you saying he's well? Kanye's canceled. Yeah, he is canceled. But the theme song still slaps. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, because yeah. the song is amazing. It's like Uchi and his Starbucks double standard. Well, no, Starbucks is fucking canceled. But yet, if I was like, "Hey, do you want Starbucks?" You're like, "Yeah, get me a peach tea lemonade." Well, I'm not the one paying, so. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, that's very. It's better than Tim's. Yes, anything like, is better than Tim's. It's not that hard. It's not that good. Okay, I mean, three Tim's twenty for like McDonald's of coffees. Or- I would say yeah. Like if I have to buy coffee that's not Starbucks or like White Caps or homemade, it's, it's trash. It's mm-hmm. McDonald's. I was like, brain not working. Okay, you know something. I heard that the McDonald's coffee. It's the original Tim Hortons bun. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, I was gonna start it off with something different, but I mean, what you say works too. I was gonna go. If you guys had a superpower, any superpower, yeah, that's a cliche starting. I, I mean, it's a cliche it's, starting. It's, still it's apl- so it's obvious. Still, hey, let's talk about talk about a related topic. It's still Is apl- anyone else <laughs> suffering from maskne from ha- no, mask acne you. from having super sensitive skin and having to wear a mask all day at work? That's just you. And honestly, any listeners out there, if you're suffering from it and have any treatment options and ideas, please let me know because my skincare routine is doing nothing. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yes, that would be my skin. That would be my superhero to have like power to have like perfectly like skin. clear, not sensitive skin. That would be your superpower. That would be my superpower, yeah. just to be like eternally beautiful. Actually, not to age Et- over eternally 24. beautiful. Do you know, my superpower would be what would it be? White privilege. Oh, as the only I, white you know what? In the Actually, I I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> mad at that at all. Like yeah. I saw a tweet. I love okay. I love fucking black Twitter okay. because when black Twitter goes off, it's amazing. Right. Batman's superpower is white privilege because this man has got the financial resources to fix Gotham's problems, mm-hmm. but instead he dresses up as a bat and go punch people in the face <laughs> and then throws them in prison. White privilege. <laughs> white privilege. Yeah, I mean, he's got the money I for it. I actually saw this like really interesting quote today. Right. And it was like, I think it was on it was on Twitter because I don't have Twitter. And the reason I use Twitter is to update our page, which I've been sucking at lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was on Instagram, and it was like something like "Blue Line Lives Don't Matter." Stop comparing a job and or a career to racism. Okay. And it was like, because you know how there's like blue lives and it's like support police or like support troops and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like I'm all for support troops. Like I grew up in a military family, um, but it was like I can see the point where it's like, yes, everyone's lives are important but until this specific like colored lives no like people of color are not being shot in the back by police like what right. recently happened in fucking kenosha mm-hmm. that not all groups of lives are going to matter because we have to focus on this one group of lives and i just thought it was like really relatable to what is going on 
in, in the world in the world right now. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that just like segued into a non-political political podcast right there. Yeah, I mean, always political. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't want. It's it's hard because I mean, for me, if I could have a superpower, mm-hmm. it would be to compel people. Okay. So yeah. kind of Which like uh, yeah, so kind of like uh, Allison's power in uh, a. Yeah. Damon from in what the vampires do. Vampire no, I'd yeah. say more like Allison from the Umbrella Academy because she well, just straight up says it's kind of the same with Damon. Same Doesn't he have to like mesmerize you? No, no, no. You, you just know? look in their eyes, eyes and, and compel them. Like you forget this or you oh, forget okay. this ever happened. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. So. You know, because Allison could just be like, "I rumor you to not be a racist," and like that's gonna stick. Okay, if I actually had a superpower that was not eternal beauty, like an actual legit eternal beauty, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you could rumor people, though, that would be crazy. Okay, you can basically control the world. But the problem with her power is, especially those powers like Damien. As senses, you have to say the thing, right? Yeah. Um. Have you seen Umbrella Academy? No, I haven't watched it. Okay, I can't say the spoiler from season one, but we all know the spoiler. (laughs) I probably won't watch it. Okay, spoiler alerts for everyone listening. Skip about thirty seconds. If you have your voice box fucked up, it's in the first season. If you haven't seen the first season, you're never gonna see it. Yeah. Yeah, At this point, it's been out for a long time. People get mad. Like people got mad when they're like, "Oh, Darth Vader is fucking Luke's dad." He's been out for 40 plus years. Yeah, I have the 40th anniversary jacket. Like, just get over it. I Am Your Father is one of the most popular pop culture yeah. references of all time. Yeah, if you don't know what that means, that yeah. you're on your own I actually one. think if I was to have any superpower, it would probably be to shapeshift. Like, to be an animagus. Like, Tonks in... Or not Tonks. Uh, McGonagall what would, in Harry What would Potter. you use that for? Because you could, like, shapeshift into any animal that you wanted. Oh, she was choosing animals. I was just like shapeshifting into whatever fucking yeah, person like, you want to be. Whatever, yeah, but, like shaped it into whatever the fuck I want. So kind of like full mystique from the X Men. Yes, but I would have like a form. I'd look like how I look now, but I could <laughs> so just... still mystique so from, mystique. from the X Men. Yes. Yeah, but and not blue and not fucking. Is it Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Ja- <laughs> you don't like Jennifer Lawrence? Not I don't exactly. mind her. I don't mind her. Yeah. I just was like, who the fuck is she? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, you know how I say like what's his nuts? Because when I can't remember, it's the same sort of thing. Ah, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah yes. no. Um, yeah, no. I, I, I respect that. I'm, I'm trying to think what else. Because like, you know what? What? My part's gonna work with the theme song. Because okay. here's the name of the Kanye song. It's fucking power. <laughs> power. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that. I guess that makes sense. I guess no that one makes sense. I mean, that you, power. To add on to that too, you could say Wait, when was he the was. Song in the movie? No, it was a song. Yeah. Why did they use power in this movie? They, 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 they use, didn't use power. They never no. used the song in this movie. Okay. No, no. I'm just. I was just gonna say even like if you like to what Uchi said too, because like that would make perfect sense because when Kanye was in the process of making power, that was Project Power. It was. But, <laughs> you know, these puns are just getting worse and worse every week. God damn it. Power, power, speak a little louder. I'm going to throw my water at you. You haven't let me finish the rhyme. Like, you spent like five minutes looking that rhyme up online. Didn't even, I, I had to look that up online. 
Because I, after watching this movie, that's what stuck in my head. And I think the last first two where she goes, I'm embedded with the power. And I'm like, that's it. That's This movie's got me already. Just like that. And you just happened to send a meme to the group chat that was from The Incredibles when they're holding up Jack-Jack. And he's mm-hmm. like, you have powers! Yeah, that was... No, yeah. Uh- <laughs> Viewers can't see this, but I am visibly eye-rolling. Mm. I'm always eye-rolling in front of Sam, so... You know what? Y'all can hate. Needs to have a sound. I rolling needs to have a sound like. Y'all can hate, but I'm embedded with the power. Uh, and this guy was getting mad when I was making my pop. Welcome. opening. Because you were stealing his. I stole his thunder. <laughs> welcome. Oh my god, thunder by what's, what the fuck is that band? Imagine Dragons. Thank you. It's just started playing in my head. Just it's like earlier and we were in the car and he like mentioned something about suburbia and Jesus suburbia by Green Day started playing in my head. My goodness. Do you not have a radio inside your head? No, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> he doesn't know. You could have a radio inside your head. I have many things inside my head, so I don't know. Probably had a microchip implanted as a child that just, like, just yes, went off. Oh, my God. It's the fucking shadow government implanting microchips in your head so you're controlled by the lizard people. <laughs> oh, I mean, some okay. people have TVs and in their trails. head. I would say I have more of a TV in my head because... I can play scenarios in my head, and that's when I'm just lost in a train of thought. And people are like, what are you doing? Stare off in a corner in a yeah. trance. You know, like, I could be looking at, like, I don't know, a child and think of, like, uh, four or five possible scenarios where I could just make that child cry. I'm just picturing you know? that with a pedo <laughs> mustache right now. Yeah, because it's like, I was looking at a child, I'm it's like, like, wait a minute. Hold on. if your mind's are going to that first you're the ones with the problem no, no that problem is then you continue like I can pick up four or five scenarios I'm like of what <laughs> <laughs> and the way four. you were saying it was just so monotone yeah it's like, like I'm watching the pedo mustache girl <laughs> nope. that if you guys are first think about that that is your problem because I'm just like hey right, you bro, know what you, I could an, wait 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 I could take wait, away yeah wait wait you're mm-hmm. an African uncle though what do you mean Come on, African uncles and the, the oh my fingers. God. No, no. We know who the African uncle in the friend group is. It's definitely not me. I hope it's not you. It's definitely not me. Because keep in mind, at the party the other day, I wasn't the one who says in the future, some people are going to be like, Uchi's daughter is looking laka today. So. My God. Did he Did say that? Joey from that w- Friends? <laughs> Where he's like, in 20 years, say something to Emma on her 18th birthday or whatever it is. And it's like, how you doing? Oh yeah. my God. And so, like, her friends are going to see this. But it's like, I will be, you'll be like 50 when she's like 18. So? I wasn't the one who said it. We we both know who said it. We both know, but the thing is, I don't even remember that. No, you weren't there. You weren't there when he said it. It was a joke that they made when you weren't there. Because they were making fun of you, so... Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the actual And they movie. also played a few terms on that too when they said she might look like an anime child. So it just made things worse. Senpai, <laughs> notice me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's going to be Uchi's kids, folks. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. They don't even fucking like kids. Yeah, I I'm the one who made the pun about dropkicking a baby. <laughs> The Northern Critic Podcast is a film <laughs> review we are. podcast <laughs> that focuses on audience or host handpicked films 
based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. All of the review points that we go on as your hosts um, are totally based off of our opinions um, and our guests on the show, if we have any. Um, unfortunately, today we don't. And we're short a host. And we are short a host. So, no, no, this is actually a problem. Every time Michael's not around, we really do say the most fucking random things. Yep. <laughs> uh, picking it up from the top, though, I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi defund the police, Mwaka. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Uchi dropkick a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And Pam in charge. I, mean, I feel like I have to clear this up, guys. I'm Your middle s- name is Dropkick a Baby. That's no, what it, you want to clarify. Yes, it is Dropkick a Baby. Yeah. And I'm joking about actually dropkicking a baby. Sure. Because like some people take stuff I say very literal. <laughs> I was say, I think I'm the actually the only one in this room who does not like children. I mean, I, hey, man, you know, if you don't like something, you don't like something, you know? So... Some people just like the process of making, but they don't enjoy the product, so it's fine. I like the process of making it, but I don't want to wreck my body. But, but you're okay with being wrecked, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. Off air. <laughs> Anyways, she didn't say. On. She didn't say she no. Say no. So she said so, yes. <laughs> So like her mind just blanked. Oh and she was like, my oh, goodness! Yeah. I cannot. I, <laughs> I cannot. It's been a long time. I'm pretty sure I've been gnome down there by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dusty. Oh my god! Oh, Why do you make this worse? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make this? Oh my god! Worse? Okay, sorry. I had to say this. There's a comic <laughs> online where a witch goes to her OBGYN, and so she's sitting there with her legs up in the stirrups, and the bat flies out. <laughs> And the, the OBGYN is like, wow, that must have been a long time. And her response is, no, that's actually my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Jeez. It's been okay, a... Okay, we actually need to move on. To yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are Jeez. getting a specialty two cold opening episode today. Yeah, probably. Yeah. For fuck's sake, bro. This is uh, what happens when Mike's not around. You know what? I'm okay with this. Um, okay. On this episode of the podcast, we will be reviewing the 2020 sci-fi uh I guess it's not really fantasy, just sci-fi. Sci-fi film, Project Power. Um, it's a superhero film, essentially. It is directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman and produced by Eric Newman. And it is written by Matt Tomin. So you already have like four people working on this right off the bat. Um, it stars Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> Dominique Fishback, Alongside Colson Baker, Rodrigo Santoro, Amy Landecker, and Alan Maldonado. And follows a drug dealer, a police officer, and a former soldier who team up to stop the distribution of a pill that gives the user superpowers for five minutes. The film was released on August 14th, 2020 by Netflix um, and has received mixed reviews from critics, (laughs) haters, who praised the performances of the cast, action sequences, and visuals, but criticized the screenplay for not taking full advantage of its premise. Um, Project Power actually is currently the second ever Netflix film to stay at the number one spot for 10 days straight. Um, So it has surpassed The Wrong Missy, Kissing Booth 2, The Angry Birds, Uncut Gems, Fatal Affair, 365 Days, The Old Guard, Extraction, and Despicable Me. 
So Project Power has it's their second. You know what? I have to complain. Yeah. How can this surpass Kissing Booth too? <laughs> I was gonna say that's not a that's, hard. That's what's important here. <laughs> you know, I stand that movie way too much, and I've never seen it. Oh my god! I'm not watching Kissing Booth too. No, don't, not just, at all. Just ignore it. I, it doesn't exist. I will say I'm I'm actually very impressed that they've been number one trending for that long, and this was only as like yes, yeah, a weird this, thing. Though. This article came out when. Uh, oh, actually, yesterday. So today oh, really? would be day eleven. No, Project Power. Welcome to day number eleven. I was on Netflix earlier today. It was rated number eight for me. For you? Yeah. For Netflix for me it was number ten when I watched it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if it's by user basis. It could be Netflix US. Yeah. Because we do use Netflix Canada. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Because yeah, I watched it yesterday. It says here it's number two. It was. Two, num- it was so. top, It was number ten on the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched it on like so. eleven p.m. It was like eight because the rankings two are different it could they could be monthly and like daily i think oh, and also so this netflix one, us yeah and also that too, or it might be global like a global comparison who fucking knows let's yeah. talk about this movie because this, this is the kind of movie that i feel like would do well internationally for sure yeah it's the kind of movie that will do well internationally um but yeah no pretty much uh I guess we'll just jump right right into initial thoughts, right? Jump That's what we're doing. Head. Yeah. Okay. Just let the bats out the cave. All right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna go in first. Right. Have you ever watched a movie slowly lose the plot? That was me kind of watching this movie. It's a donut hole instead of a donut hole instead of a donut hole. And the donut hole was not plot. I, I will say before we jump into this, I am aware that this movie isn't perfect. But I still fucking loved it. <laughs> so, so, with that, carry on. <laughs> I just Whoa. said something. I forgot how much fun I was recording in a studio. <laughs> because just the innuendos that happen in studio, it's not the same as when we're recording distance. No, definitely not. I feel like I'm going to be leaving on a very good recording note until Christmas when I come home to visit. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. And continue. then we're going to let more bats out the cave. Anyways, yes. Again, <laughs> best. <laughs> For fuck's sake! What was it saying? <laughs> In the words of the great movie Four Lions, your opinion's trash, mate. <laughs> I'm joking. Jesus. Okay, yeah, no. The movie I, the first half of the movie I really enjoyed, right? Mm-hmm. I've I I I bought into the plot. I bought into the premise. Right. I was on board when like, okay, these pills give you powers for five minutes. You either get a power or you fucking die. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I like that risk factor. I like the fact it was only five minutes and whatever power you got was a surprise. I really enjoyed that, right? Right. I did enjoy Jamie Foxx's acting in the role. I thought he was great. I even like going... Okay, all three characters I really enjoyed in the role. Mm-hmm. They were good characters. The good characters mm-hmm. are great. The acting performance was actually really great. Right. But at one point of the movie, and this is just after... Uh, what was the name of the Robin decides to help the major? Okay. From that point of the movie onwards, it felt like it kind of lost itself, and I'm not sure. Like I know why in my mind it lost itself, mm-hmm. but like for me to kind of explain, I feel like it has to do with the way Robin ends up helping the major, right? And like how characters after that point kind of just instantly buy into the major. So like point. just wasn't. I guess I see your point. Yeah. I see your point. And, like, 
there's something about that that kind of like stopped the movie being as enjoyable as the first mm-hmm. half, right? And I, I'm not gonna say like the rest, like the rest of the plot, right? It kind of felt like, especially the antagonist, whoever that woman's name was, right? She was not in the movie in the first half of the movie long enough for me to establish if she was the true antagonist. Well, I or not. feel like the true antagonist was like just the U.S. government, wasn't it? No, the U.S. I government think wasn't. Was that whatever the guy with the beard? No, the guy with the beard wasn't even the true antagonist. It was oh, that woman. Him? I think it was just the government. No, like, the government wasn't involved. Because the woman worked for. Didn't she work for the uh-huh. government? Nope. No. no? Oh, okay. So you, that's did. kind of my point. It was no? like a. It's like a private. But then he said they were testing the, it on soldiers. They were testing on soldiers. But a lot of military was like contracted out to. Yeah. It was like a, a private company contract out. Yeah. Kind of like you know how they use Stark Industries. That doesn't make sense though, because then why would they, they? That means they wouldn't be able to legally just use it on people in different yeah, cities. Exactly. That's why it was illegal. That's why it was only in New Orleans too. That's why it was a legal drug being pushed by drug dealers because it wasn't FDA approved they couldn't get approval from the government oh that's what you mean yeah. okay 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 so that's okay. why exa- the fact that we're all here debating who the right, antagonist right. is kind of makes my point then right you know okay yeah it wasn't clear and mm. I was kind of disappointed with it's a personal thing maybe I'm just a sadistic fuck who kind of wanted to see this but I'm kind of disappointed with the way Jamie Foxx's Jamie Foxx and his daughter's uh, plot line was resolved Cause like it felt like there was a lot more being teased with him having those flashbacks of being chased, right, and the accident, and him like coming back. I was like, ooh, maybe it's different from how he remembers, you know? Maybe mm. it's like more fucked up. And nope, it's just straight up made sense. But that's just me. I was gonna be like, maybe they weren't chased, and that's how he's like remembering like, it and memory and yeah. he actually just like handed over his daughter or something or something i, I just remember that be close to the mic <laughs> yeah it was like yeah, something like, like over that his daughter and was just like i need it was like hooked on the drugs himself or something and like don't want to say like sold his daughter for testing but mm. like i was expecting something like that yeah like the way like the ptsd and like those flashbacks were indicating it would be like something like really messed up right, right. and for it coming to be like oh it was just really straightforward i'm like I get why they did the PTSD, but it wasn't done as well in this movie. I would have mm. much rather seen it as like a dream sequence instead of like flashbacks. I feel like that would have made more sense in this movie. I think they, I they, even they used the flashback. to draw parallels between him and, Ro- him and, and Robin. Robin. Yeah. See, that, that kind of light. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of disappointed in the end how it was. Mm. You know what I mean? But like, that's just my opinion. That's fair. Although as a movie... It's kind of just like honestly, I would not remember this movie by next week. Like, oh, it's yeah. not the worst movie I've ever watched, but it's not a movie I particularly liked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Uh, I guess I'll go second. For me, uh, I'm not just looking at this movie through. Okay, let me explain. For, for I'm not just looking at it through like the lenses of. Uh, just whether uh what's it called thematically or whatever if it worked out or not or whatever right Mm -hmm. where i'm coming from with this film is i loved this film more because it is one of the very few live action superhero films that center around a majority majority black cast of both young and 
established actors in Jamie Foxx. And then, you know, you have people like uh, uh, Dominique as well, just like playing Robin and stuff like that, too. I love that a lot. Um, I looked at the I looked at the the Rotten Tomatoes scores for this movie. I think it was like out of 67 or so. 59. Uh, oh, 50. Yeah, it might have gone down. I don't know. Um, and for me, that was one of the situations where, like, I remember at the Oscars last year when Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, I don't really care about, like, critic scores anymore or whatever. Was that audience review or, like, critic review? That was critic. But top critic review, I think, was 67. Because okay. I, to- I saw top critic. Um, but either way, that doesn't matter. The point is, right, I am not going to be too harsh on this because we don't really have that we don't really have a plethora of predominantly black superhero films to hold a candle to to hold that movie like the process of this movie being even made in the first place was probably even difficult to establish without needing like a chris evans or a or a, or a Tom Holland or something in it before all the white directors are like, okay, we can do from it like now. Happy fantasy to like, huh, so quick. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing, I don't know, though. That's the. Look, I just yeah. felt as a person of color. Yeah, no, no, no. I, no, I needed mean. to support this film because we again, it's not perfect, yeah, but we need thing. more films like this and better. Yes. For us to kind of level the playing field, you know what I mean? So. Which is where I was like, all like Uchi, like I respect you not liking it, yeah. but I was literally telling uh, my girlfriend the car when I picked, like when we're driving back, I was like, if I meet any other black person who looks at me and he's like, it wasn't that great, I'm not gonna watch it again or something like that, and then they'll go back and they watch something like Six Underground or oh God, or Extraction dead. or all of those movies uh, over yeah. and over again. I am going to call them out on that because I'm like, yo, you need to support the black movies because the only thing those need to <laughs> was Chris Hemsworth biceps. Exactly, but the hours. thing is, those movies are already established, yeah. right? We need more of movies like Project Power, just in circulation in general, mm-hmm. right? Movies like that or better, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we still need that, and there's again, like I said. It's not the per- it's not a perfect movie, but we still don't have enough of those types of movies to hold it accountable to. If we had a black superhero movie that was the like pinnacle of like movie perfection, and then this came out, I yeah, could understand. Oh um, yeah, black, black Panther. Panther. I, but, but Yo, but black, black Panther, Panther isn't a, it's not a perfect movie. It's not, but it's a exactly. lot better than this. It, it's but better. It also, I mean, it's also higher budget like, too. It's a, you know, that's a weird thing about this yeah. movie though. I don't even consider it a superhero movie. It's a movie <laughs> with people with powers. But it's not really superheroes, you know what I mean? I I, I, I really hate that term. I really hate that term. Like, oh, like just because they have powers makes it a superhero movie, you know? You're a superhero. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I I hate that because then now you start pigeonholing these movies right. into like certain categories, right? Right. Cause because for me, this was not a superhero movie. This was a science fiction. fiction. Movie. Yeah, because I think to me, I drew slight parallels between this and like Logan, and I mean Logan was obviously thematic, like structurally better. Um, yes. uh, the one with Hugh Jackman. Structurally, it was better. Um, but Black then, you know, it was just me being like, okay, if we want to get as we, if we want to get a majority black cast in a superhero movie or a sci-fi movie yeah. um, to be of the same caliber as Logan, 
then movies like Project Power need to be made so we can learn from those mistakes. I mean, yeah, better. like that's the truth. You know like, I mean? yeah, we wouldn't be at Logan if we didn't have the first Spider Man movie. Yeah, or like the first X Men yeah. movies that yeah. just were atrocious. Let <laughs> me we don't speak about X Men three. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So and like then, again, not perfect, but then I'm happy that it was made. Oh, That's yeah, kind of where I'm I'm, I'm happy it was made. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that this was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect every single movie to be fucking home run and perfect, right? right? But, like, hey, it's out there. Personally, I didn't enjoy it as much, but still happy I gave it a chance. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. White woman. <laughs> White woman. Sorry, it's really warm in here, and I'm, like, super nappy. I didn't sleep last night. Well, mm-hmm. now I drove an hour and a half in. It's recording. making things worse for you. It is. I should have gotten Starbucks. <laughs> We had a chance. You chose not to. Does Starbucks do, da- do dash or like skip? Probably. Okay. Anyway, sorry. My <laughs> review. Um. So I kind of enjoyed this movie, and I kind of didn't enjoy this movie. It's, okay. Like, it's kind of hard to describe what I like feel about this. Like, there was some really good parts, like the first part with like. The white guy <laughs> shows up when, like, um, Robin is getting beat up. Right. And, like, you find out, like, they were kind of working together. I was like, okay, hey, cool. Like, I really like the way this is going. Mm-hmm. And then I liked when Major showed up. And I don't know why, for some reason, I had it in my head that Idris Elba was, was going to play Major. Was, yeah, was playing Major. Was and like I Jamie kept Fox. seeing him the whole time. And when you played, when you said Jamie Foxx, I was like, who the fuck did Jamie Foxx play? And I was like, oh my god, wow. I just like kept seeing Idris Elba's face. And I was like, they don't even look no, similar. No, they don't. Maybe similar skin tones, but like that's that, about that it. That was, it is like, I, I don't know why. I think it's because it's like, I, I fucking love Idris Elba. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I just wanted him to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe that would have been the answer is cast Idris Elba as like, as major. And that would have like <laughs> solved all problems. I was kind of okay with Jamie Foxx though. He had a kind of yeah. goofy he, I did side like to him, him a little bit. The acting was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I didn't like how we didn't know who the main antagonist was. Yeah. Um, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh yeah. He was really fucking good. I mean, he, I didn't even realize that was, that Machine, was Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly until I later know. on. And I'm like comparing his performance to like this movie compared to. He was in. He was in uh, uh, King of Staten. And he was also he was in, in King of Staten Island. But I hadn't seen he was King of Staten. Also in uh, the one with Will Smith and the. And the fairies. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah, was he was. He? Yeah. Oh my god, I, I forgot about he was in yeah, that I movie. was comparing it to him playing Tommy Lee. Bright. He was in, in Bright, Bright as well. And I was comparing yeah. him to his performance of like Tommy Lee in um, the Motley Crue movie. Why Why is the the dirt? Thank you. The dirt. Um, <laughs> playing those two extremes right. together. Like he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um like, he was a really memorable character. Like, I know he was only in the movie for, like, that five minutes, but, like, his character stuck out, and it was also because, like, the effects were so fucking amazing. Right. Um, and then the plot with Major and his daughter comes in, and then the movie just started to feel like a love child between X-Men and Taken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. That's yeah. an accurate... It's literally... Yeah. 
and it just kind of lost it there for me, especially when everyone was like all of a sudden jumping on board to help save the daughter, and right. then all of a sudden, I like I did think the ending was cool how we see her powers as like a healing, and she's mm-hmm. like essentially a healer. Yeah. Um, as I was gonna say, like in D and D terms, you know, you know what other cleric. movie cleric, yeah. was very similar to the ending of this movie that just came out as well? It was Old Guard. Because literally the oh, whole concept yeah. of capturing oh, yeah. someone with powers to test on them yeah. was already established when we saw I Old Guard. I honestly like this one more than Old Guard, though. Yeah. It's um, kind of weird. I actually do like this one more than Old yeah, Guard. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. But I did find it a little long. I mean, two hours by the end, I was kind of just like, okay, wrap it up, wrap it up. I, I feel like we could have had that whole fight scene in the bar almost, like... I thought that was a good like, shot. It was a though. good shot, but I feel yeah. like it could have been placed somewhere else in the movie. Like Ooh. I feel like there was a few like the way the movie was set up a little bit was a little bit weird. Like there's mm-hmm. a few unnecessary scenes we didn't need. Um, I will say, and I sent this in the group chat. This movie, there was parts that made me so uncomfortable, and that is when they had those micro camera Scott shots, like the skin and like the pores releasing. Oh yeah, that and like the. Uh, like the wolverine like frog with the arm. That's kind of like their Ben 10 yeah, transformation that, oh, type. Oh, it made me so uncomfortable. I mean, like, I look at cells and stuff under microscopes for mm-hmm. my job, and it doesn't bug me. When I find when I'm not at work and I have to look at this stuff, it creeps me out. It's like when I work to the vet clinic, someone, when I'm at work and we had a dog on the table and its eyeball popped out of its head, it's like, oh, okay, let's just, like, suture that eye back in there, whatever. But the moment someone, was like, showed me an eyeball on a picture on Facebook, I was just like, huh. <laughs> but the same thing, and it just made me so physically uncomfortable watching this movie at those scenes. So if you are like weirded out by holes, or like I don't know what that thing that phobia is called when you're scared of like uneven holes, but like or that, or just don't like micro camera stuff, do not watch this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, it me it was a love child between Taken and X Men. That's such a great it, good it did not meet its potential. Like I feel like the concept is really really cool, but it just was not well executed it's also like i feel like it wasn't in this movie in the making wasn't intended to be you could already tell even the 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 level of uh i won't say perfectionism but the level of production for this isn't like it's not the same level as like i don't know the irishman for instance oh yeah okay right like this was from the get-go you could tell this film was made to be like a b-level movie i feel like it's Straddling between a fucking blockbuster and being a B level movie, yeah. Because no, like, would have been in the nineties a straight to VHS release. No, this would have come out in theaters. You think yeah, so? it would have yeah. come out in it, theaters. This is definitely yeah. a theaters movie. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, look at like the the pills themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's some really cool CGI. Yeah, like yeah. that production, Machine yeah. Gun Kelly. Um, the girl in the freezer chamber, right? Oh, that was a all that shot. stuff was Such like a great really shot. great production level, right? Yeah. And then, then you have shots of them. Okay, the bar fight scene, right? Yeah. Great idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way it was done. Because I, I can't wait to see like more of it. Maybe it was just I found it was too long. Like, the, yeah. The fight scene? Yeah. I kind of would have preferred seeing the fight scene from outside of the chamber. Like, I get that cool. Like, oh, inside yeah, the chamber, it looks so cool. While she was freezing yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. But that's just yeah, that was kind of prolonged a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. I think I think like my issue is like the writing was a little bit scatterbrained. Like it was like 
kind of like our podcast episodes when Michael isn't here. There's nothing to filter us. <laughs> it's, you know okay. what I mean? Like there was no. We're fine because we're just talking like friends, right? So we yeah. got we know our starting point, mm-hmm. and we know we we'll somehow meander yeah, to exactly. the end. So yeah. like this movie felt like the start was there, the middle was there. And then you the end the one the door to be reunited. Mm-hmm. They just didn't quite know how to get there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I guess that makes sense. I I know for me, right? Like I I agree with all of your points. Um, I again just for me, I saw those things and they are a problem. But I also was just like, every time I looked on screen, like even just when it comes to the filter that they used on. The movies like Jamie Foxx's skin, Dominique's skin, like you, I don't know. To, I'm just like their their skin is glowing right now. Like they're looking so like Dominique. The shot where she's like wearing the combat pants and the like and the and the sneakers, and she's like beside her motorcycle. I was like, that is a black child. Like it was it was just beautiful to look at. You know what I mean? So for me, I was just more like. All of y'all need to get paid. You know, that's good for you. Like, I was just, I was supporting them the entire time. But that was just me. That's called the power of makeup. And their highlight was so on point. That would have made Blair St. Clair jealous. If (laughs) anyone watches RuPaul Drag Race, you'll get that reference. I don't even think, like, because, like, you couldn't even, like, I don't know. With with Dominique and even with her best friend in the classroom, right? I don't even think it like they didn't look like they it's, had that much makeup. It, it looked very moisturizer. Yeah, because they looked normal. Yeah, and you know, so but it's it just but it's just like then the camera. I could tell those little details mm-hmm. that they put in. Where it's I just mean, like it looked, they looked good. Okay, but let's just go ahead and talk about like how great this movie fucking looked. This movie looked fucking amazing. And yeah, no, like, the, like the movie. Just, the trailer looked is amazing. Visually and then I feel pleasing. Like it, yeah, like visually pleasing. It's great, but it's, I feel like I was let the storyline let it down. Let it down. Mm. I feel like I want to like hamper on that. Bye, Pamela. <laughs> I feel like for me, especially this movie, it like the concept and the way it started going, right? It felt like it, I don't want to say it needed to be longer, but I felt like it was building on like a mini series. Right. Or like a series itself, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because like, I don't know, it felt like. Especially with the protagonist not showing up until okay, the real protagonist not showing up until like later on in the movie, right? I thought that kind of like hampered it and it's leading to me towards being this like, oh, they knew like the middle, the start, halfway through the movie and the end, but they needed everything to come together. Because mm. realistically, I think the the main protagonist kind of shuffled a bit between Robin and the main protagonist is Robin. Yeah. Uh, you got the dude. Do you this? How do you pronounce it? No, but it? I think Robin was definitely Robin and the major, the main protagonist. Yeah, I think they were those are the two both. main people. Yeah, right? I because the to call him Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Because the and then uh, you got like Jamie, the, no, detective the detective is more like a support. Yeah. The detective is a support character. Yeah, I kind of the thing is like maybe if the detective came in a bit earlier to the major side instead of like so late into the movie. Oh, that's what you mean. Because okay. then you have to have the mate the detective mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm 100 percent on board now. Yeah, but then here's the thing though. This movie kind of mirrored, to me, mirrored just, like, society in a way. Because it's like, guess what? The white detective doesn't realize it's a he's being it's used by the system mm-hmm. until, he, yeah. like, he realizes, oh, wait, I've been ignorant this yeah. entire time. You know what I, I, no, I mean? No, I'm not saying we don't get rid of that scene. Yeah. I want that scene earlier. Earlier, okay. I <laughs> That's what I mean. Because, like, for me, it's like the white detective has to be screwed over, like... 
like it has to be like in real life where white people have to be screwed over yeah. twice before they realize mm-hmm. it's an actual problem. And another one thing I noticed too is that he was allowed to be a lone wolf and yep. take the drugs and, and do all that do, stuff. Yeah, because it's, ain't no black cop doing that. <laughs> you know? dude, his partner was black and he got shot. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Even in movies, <laughs> black people still getting shot. Um, <laughs> something I was going to say, and now it's just. Uh, yeah, no, that's. You know, it'll come, you can't even blame that on Pam dropping No, now. that's fine. No, I just I actually, like, I was like, hey, I have a point, and then it was just kind of like. Oh, oh, I remember what it was. Um, so you know how they talk about how the pill is going to kill you, could kill people? Like some people might be like overdose, yeah, or just I generally. I kind of wish the scene with the with the bodyguard in the club that got, took it and then blew up and it was like guts everywhere. I wish that was edited earlier in the movie so it was like a reinforce of how dangerous this drug is. It could is. be. I mean, like, MGK. Okay, I like the MGK scene because I kind of showed it yeah because like his powers inferno like man was the human torch oh, was machine yeah. gun kelly's yeah but he yeah but then he, he took so yeah. much i also like the fact that his skin was actually burning yeah mm-hmm. like his powers is like he's a human torch but he's getting the degree yeah. burns yeah. all the time mm-hmm. but yeah. like but like i would have liked to see like that scene where it's like some guy is like, I need it, I need it, I need it. And then it's like, like wants to get it so bad and then have it backfire on yeah, him. And like, so yeah. it reinforced that how dangerous this is and that that's why there is no FDA approval for it. Right. So. Yeah. Instead of just having that one scene, because really we only see, like, yes, we've seen Machine Gun Kelly die. But you I mean, also like, hear Robin talk about it too, and she's like, they talk about how how like it gives you powers, but they never talk about how it could kill you. Well, that's exactly that's, like I would have liked to almost, you notice, maybe have a scene where like she saw someone close to her take it and like yeah. And if you notice too, Robin never takes it throughout this yeah. movie. She chooses well. not to take I'm it. I'm almost yeah. wondering if that's. Because remember how they say in the movie where it's like, oh, do I remind you of your daddy or something like that? Maybe, like, that's... It's like, do we know what happened to her dad? No. No. So I'm wondering if, like, like that would have been an interesting backstory. It's like, maybe she saw her dad take it and that's... I I think it's implied that her dad has never been in the scene, though. Like, involved, period. Because it's never mentioned at all. She just never... Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Her dad's going to show up when she becomes a famous rapper. Probably. Like, daughter, I always approved of you. I left so you could become good at the craft. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that would have been an interesting plot point to have. Mm-hmm. And also, like, again, that's just me. Because I know even the scene where he's asking her what her power is. And she's like, oh, I, I never took the drug. Yeah. And then, you know, Jamie Foxx is like, oh, no, not that power. I mean, like, your actual, like, like your uh, human power. You yeah, what can you do? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I rap, you know. And then she raps for him. And he's like, Ooh. That's your superpower, and I was like, I I loved that. I was just like, this is yeah, because Uchi knows this. I've met some people, uh, who are I mean, white as well, um, who view rap. They're like, well, I I appreciate it, but like keep it far away from me. I don't want nothing. Like they don't like rap, and it's like it's something they just want to just my my favorite one of all time. Yeah, I don't listen to rap music. But Eminem, I'm like... <laughs> but, yeah, but Eminem, you know, and it's just, it's me being like, it's deeper, for us, it's deeper than just rap yeah. music to the black community has... I'm gonna say this. You, you can't even, you, you can't even put value on what it has done. You know How what I mean? Like, you know, okay, rap music is not perfect, but which music genre is perfect, right? Yeah. I'm gonna talk shit for a second. I love it when, especially metalheads are like, oh, rap is trash. I'm sorry. All your people do is fucking scream into the mic. 
<laughs> that's not even like I don't, uh, if you like metal go, if you like go, metal if you like, jazz, like your metal like I'm not knocking you on you but when I, I just don't like it when people try to I, I've heard someone literally say oh it like rap doesn't even take talent like you don't and I'm like try creating a verse by yourself yeah and like memorizing it and having like if you read some of the verses that or like rappers are dumb or rappers are stupid oh, no. people or whatever your br- like their the brain power they have to memorize mm-hmm. those verses for and to s- say them so so fast, fast so and like and, and in rhythm art- yeah. yeah to articulate and also to have live concerts yeah. and right. be dancing and right. jumping around and still reciting all those lines for yes. like a full album yeah on yes. the spot bro. bro the best part is because like everyone thinks about like the fucking Nickelodeon TV shows rhyme schemes right right what's like what's the rhyme scheme for fucking Nickelodeon or oh, just like classic poetry rhyme scheme where mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. A B A B yeah. A mm-hmm. B or A B C A B C that mm-hmm. shit right yeah Rap is a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Fucking one line would be first word rhymes the third word, second mm-hmm. with the last. Then in the second line, that second word would rhyme with the first word from the first line. And it's just, it's a lot deeper than deeper, that. Yeah. See? Exactly. And that's just the thing. Like, I like, again, I all, all I would just want from people is just, just no, respect. I'm you know, going like. To chime in from the white perspective. Right. Here. Um, so I, the wrong perspective. The, the wrong perspective. <laughs> the wrong perspective. Like, I mean, I haven't been exposed to like a whole lot of rap in my lifetime. Like a little bit more now in mm-hmm. my adult years. Um, like I listen to. I mean, Uchi, you've been in the car with me. You've heard my playlist. It's literally mm-hmm. anything and everything. I mean, yeah. I was fucking listening to Seal on the way in today. Right. Like, yeah. Um. I mean, like it's a little bit of everything, so I can appreciate all genres of music. Like I definitely have my favorites. Like I much. I like country music. Right. The most is probably what the book. But it's like, I can still appreciate all other types of music because I know what. Because, like, I play musical instruments, I sing. So I can appreciate all types of music because I know what kind of talent it takes to create that. Right. I mean, like, there are some, like, obviously, like, if a rapper is dropping, like, the F bombs and calling women sluts and, like, hoes and all that, but then I'm kind of like. Here's the. Here's. Mm, there's. There's. Uh, I feel like there, there's a podcast, actually. I, I, I don't know why I'm blanking on this podcast. Yeah. But it talks about how rap music yeah. has even, sort of, with the rise of, you know, Cardi B and, like, Megan Thee Stallion and all of these female yeah. rappers as well, how the rap. The rise of rap music has already desensitized what like the value of using like the word bitch for instance right yeah it has now the word bitch isn't seen as like as like you degrading a woman like yeah. women like women call each other be- like bitch all the time you know but it's more of like a it's kind of like how <laughs> how we use the n-word with each other it's like similar where it's like women have used that instead of as a derogatory term They've kept yeah. them within themselves, and now that's what they use. See, to... I think it's more just like that. I have a problem with it is in the fact that it's like as a female, like, I personally would not want a someone calling me a slut or something like that. So it's more that, but like I still appreciate. Like I actually, the little bit of rap I do have, because mm-hmm. I do have some on. My How much you best Eminem? Right. I do have Eminem, but I it's not it. just Eminem. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Yo, let's throw all the white rapper names out there. Is Machine Gun Kelly a white rapper? I only know his yeah, actor. Yeah, he is a, a white, white rapper. rapper. Oh Definitely. Whoop. 
Jeff no, Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem oh had a God, beef. Okay. I'm sorry. Have you seen that video of the mom with the oven to the Usher song? Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking God. Because no, we can talk okay. about like how this, even the way this movie like starts. You know, like, I actually Yo. really enjoy all the music from this movie. Right. Yeah. No, no, not even. This wasn't even music. This was just her in the beginning, just yeah. rhyming. There was did, no beat. Did, wait, did, no, the beats. Was there a beat? Yeah, that was yeah, fucking Nipsey Hustle. No, no, man. When she started saying power? Yeah. Yeah. That was, was Nipsey Hussle's okay, beat. Okay. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. But like, you know, even like with the lyrics, you know, power, power, speak a little louder. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> See, I just realized oh, I yeah. went away, you, really away you, from my right. point of like saying she that goes, people need to fucking appreciate all forms right. of music. And you know, and she goes. respect other people's fucking opinions <laughs> about what music they like. Yeah, no. And don't I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah. going even in like just the quality of what she said. Because she goes, power, power, speak a little louder. Um, if I got the, if you got the time, I bet I could like spit for hours. Um, something about people calling her ugly, but she's pretty as a flower. Yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, hungry for all that money, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to put the time in. And she goes, power, power. I'm embedded with the power, yeah. and I'm like, that See? that verse alone is like the str- like it's literally the struggle of black people on a stamp yeah. right there because it's like. You you know you have the power. You know you have the talent. You know you have the ability to be useful to society. But because society is pushing you to the point where obviously you have to struggle. You have to you have to scrap to even be recognized or to even in a society to put you down. Obviously, but then she still goes. It might not show on the outside, but I'm still embedded with that power. And like the other thing I want to say, like, because people like say rap is dumb, rappers are dumb, Mm -hmm. like they're all criminals or whatever. I look at that and I'm like. I like try to sing along with a fucking Cardi B song, and I mean, I when I get my fake nails done, when I get my like, I jokingly call them my Cardi nails because you you guys have seen my nails; they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I will sit there and do the occur thing, um, but it's like I try and sing her along with stuff. I cannot articulate my words. I mean, I can't even speak good English mm-hmm. nine days out of ten. So I mean, like I could not even imagine trying to sing along that. Dates. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the thing, so too, like, right? Just I just, one thing I've just noticed, though, again, Uchi, I've heard Uchi say this so many times, where it's, like, to to some of the white people out there, it's cool to be black until... Until, yeah. Until, until it's, like, man, I don't affiliate with that. Wait, what's, I've the heard, thing? what's the thing? I can't use the exact words, but yeah. everybody wants to be black mm-hmm. until it's time to be black. Until it's yeah. time to be black, yeah. Because, you know, there's people be like, oh, I don't like Cardi B. She's too this, she's too that, she's too whatever. And I'm like, do you know what she's done for the black community, mm-hmm. though? Like, think about, like, so whenever, honestly, whenever white people come at me and they're like, oh, I listen to rap, but Eminem, I don't listen to, like, Cardi B or, like, all of those other people. And I'm like, so you listen to the one white rapper, but, mm-hmm. like, where the people where rap, actual rap yeah. comes from, that's what you think isn't good you know I what i mean like a lot of people are going to be out here thinking i hate eminem no we I don't know, I, I, really I, like I mean, he's a good rapper yeah. i really he's like eminem. Yeah. yeah i don't know so. i think there's more talented rappers other than eminem oh, and i mean like <laughs> oh, let me. i'm sorry i want to my, my favorite eminem himself has said yeah that yes he appreciates his like his success but you still need to realize that the people who motivate people like biggie tupac those are people who inspired eminem oh, yeah. himself and he's like this is why we give him credit and we respect him in like the black culture yeah. in general because he paid respect to what like where it was due and he did he did his research he did his job well and I, like i will say my favorite black artist of all time is still marvin gay 
I want to throw out two of my favorite female rappers. Because why not? I love Rhapsody and Tara Wack. Tara Wack is cool. Yeah. yeah. I like Cardi just because she's done a lot yeah. for the black community in, in terms of just using her influence to actually get stuff done. Um, I'm like really wanting a Pepsi, seeing you drinking a Pepsi <laughs> and then like oh talking about Cardi and I'm like getting my nails done tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no. Do you want our Pepsi out fridge? Probably we'll get the Pepsi. Um, but yeah, no, I would I would go Cardi and probably mm, Megan's kind of up there right now. Megan's there. Hey, yeah. No, the other side to all the great female rappers: Megan, yeah. and Cardi, Nicki Minaj, one of the OGs. oh yeah, Nick, um, Cardi and Nicki, Lil actually. Kim, Lil Kim's cool too. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> He's struggling. She was, oh, I, I do like Remy uh, Ma. I do like Little Sims from the UK. Little Sims, Little Remy Sims Ma. is amazing. Uh, we're getting off topic we're supposed to be talking about the movie yes no for sure but anyways the whole point of it was i liked the uh involvement of rap like the cult like just the black culture in why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> just the, just the involvement of black <laughs> culture in in this film um the opportunity was there. No, I'm sorry. that is not. No, don't, so that's cool. a no no. <laughs> don't do that. Crack your know, fucking Pepsi in your um, mouth. I'm going to share this story because I think no one's here to share this story. I get in trouble at work. I'm being so judged right now. <laughs> I cannot. The level of professionalism from you. <laughs> this is not a professional <laughs> podcast. Pam ridiculous. left the fucking studio three times to go get water. <laughs> well, I went to go get water and then I went to go get Pepsi. Um, and also the candle, which I have put two of the three things out because I'm not gonna lie, it's so warm in here. It just smells like it doesn't Jeez. stink, but it just smells like human. <laughs> it just I don't know what humans. I mean, you know what she's saying. <laughs> wait, wait. I know what Uchi's about to say. Yo, she's trying to say it smells like some. God. <laughs> Uchi was just trying to smell like what? You know what it's trying to smell like. She's trying to say what? It you know what like she's saying? You know what she's saying? It smells like boy in here. It smells like that island. That island. <laughs> that island. It's, it smells like the color black in Spanish. Oh my! It's, it smells like the color black in Spanish. So you know what black is in Spanish? No. Google it. Yeah, I that's said, like. I don't want to set this down on your black table. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, so I, just, I, just couldn't remit, I couldn't resist the ASMR because we haven't done ASMR in a while. <laughs> All right, I guess we can go into initial. Sorry, go into final Thank thoughts. Thank you, Uchi. At this point, <laughs> we need to go off topic. I was going to say, yeah. sorry. no, before final thoughts, we're talking about uh, Robin's struggle, right? Mm-hmm. And this is actually reflected in her mom as well. Yes, because her mom is sick. Her mom is, has diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought it was cancer. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's actually diabetes, something that people live with that is and don't suffer so much that more much. Relatable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, and she's suffering that much. Yeah, that just shows that people have like exactly different stages of diabetes. But I mean, also right? with diabetes, yeah. you can lose limbs due to like gangrene and like lack and of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's just something so much relatable, and I think it also shows like how fucked the U.S. medical system is. Yeah, because like it seems like in any first like I don't know in in brain not kicking in um in 
UK, it's not free medical, but like there's like a kind of standardized healthcare like we have in Canada, right? No, because no? well, I mean standardized for citizens. Yeah, of like the, the citizens. Yeah, but like if you are an international student, because we actually had an international student that died a couple, oh, okay, two years ago because she didn't have a health card, so um, they didn't bother doing like, a surgery and she died but in like their for, care. Yeah, is it here in Canada? Or the no, this was in the UK. But like in yeah, the UK, so, yeah. if you're a citizen, you have like. Free Which was kind of fucked up, by the way. That's a and in Canada, if you're own. a citizen, I actually think you don't even have to be a citizen in Canada. I can't remember. It depends on the province. It, I think it depends, depends on the province. province yeah. But like it's free. I'm doing air quotes because viewers or listeners can't see, but like free healthcare essentially, whereas in the States, it's so privatized. Mm-hmm. Whereas like first world countries and most like first world powers. Healthcare is somewhat standardized, where right. like you have some form of coverage that you don't have to like you. If you broke your leg, you don't have to worry about paying mm-hmm. you know twenty five grand right up front. You might have to pay like two grand, like you know what I mean. But it's right. not. Whereas like in the states, it's literally like penicillins. Like say I don't know what it is, but say a thousand bucks a shot. You need that every day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it just shows like, and if you don't have that health insurance, like you're fucked. You're gonna. You're that, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Like that's what I was gonna get at. Like diabetes, right? Mm-hmm. How many celebrities or people do you know who've had diabetes? There's right? a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you've even personally movie. that I know that have yeah. diabetes. Yeah. yeah. Do you see them suffering as much as Robin's mom no. was in this movie? No. And like I saw that and I was like. Because, like, at first I was like, oh, she has cancer. You That's know, all the pills, all the stuff. Like, how sick she is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, my mom's got diabetes. And I was like... It's kind of fucked up that she's suffering this much. Yeah, for something. But that's because it's been left to just fast. Like, yeah, for a long yeah, because time. and she had afford- no choice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like that's proper fucked up. Which is just yeah, no, it's well, ridiculous. Also, guess what? I'm about to show Pam white black is in Spanish. I saw. I looked it up and I had a good giggle. No, that's not what I was trying to say. It just <laughs> sounds like you know when it's really hot in a you room don't have and it to, just stinks. It's fine. You don't it's have to. Fine. He's just pulling that's, your legs. Just what that honestly, it just smells like like a hamster cage. My goodness. Um, so I brought, I brought the girly candle just in. Keep keep digging that, that hole. Keep digging that hole. <laughs> and burying myself. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, no. Um, over here on the Northern Critic, we rate and review our films Country. using a coordinate system. So we have a north for good writing of a film and a south for bad writing of a film. In a similar fashion, we have an east if the cinematography and the acting and all of the other peripherals that make a great movie were good. Um, so if you know if the filtration, if the filter was nice on the film, the CGI, all of that stuff, that's an east. Um, and if all that was bad, that's a west. So a really good movie with good writing, good script writing, airtight writing, and good cinematography and acting and all of that. So an overall parasite of a movie will be a northeast. It sounds so bad, a parasite of a movie. Yeah, uh, the actual movie Parasite, however, was a near perfect movie. Um, and if you, if if it's a movie that is essentially bad, uh, you know, bad writing and bad cinematography, all of that. So, you know, more like a a dead don't die of a movie, a movie that doesn't die, uh, <laughs> even when you burn it. Uh, it is a Southwest. Um, similarly, now we use countries to do that with the equator and the GMT line um, representing our north, south, east, west. Uh, for those who don't know their geography, the GMT it's line time cuts. Time to learn it. Yeah, we'll learn it too, but it cuts right through the UK, goes all the way down, right through Africa, 
and obviously the equator if you don't know where the equator is it's too late for you um so, so it just goes up down left right and we can say a country and wherever the country falls in on that grid is the rating that we are giving this film um so who wants to go first i finally found a problem for a country rating system okay there's one corner of the globe not the pacific okay where's just fucking water all right a part of the pacific that's just water no not the pacific i'm saying there's one part of the globe and i said not the pacific okay but it's just water i'm okay. talking about the indian ocean oh the indian so ocean. i have okay. to give this movie a jakarta jakarta yeah i think jakarta. like not this movie was fucking gorgeous like a, the name for like a really really what's what's the word i'm looking for badass warrior queen you know jakarta jakarta sorry yeah. In his dream, sorry. A woman named Jakarta. Oh my god, why are you drinking a Pepsi like Sabir? Carbonation just went up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh my goodness. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Jakarta. Mm-hmm. I think this movie looks amazing. Like, it's, as we all said, it's fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack, yo, it's a love letter it's to hip hop. It's a good soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The acting I really enjoyed. The characters I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But the plot let it down. For that, I can't put it above the equator. Yeah. So, in the old school words, this movie is a southeast for me. So, Jakarta. Southeast. Okay, I see that. Yeah. I and now you that. realize, well, I was like, oh, look, there's a problem with the Indian Ocean. Yeah. There are no countries. <laughs> I mean, the Indian we Ocean is a place. On the it is so. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I will give like one continent it's no country. It one yeah, continent. <laughs> one continent, no countries. Why do you give it a Pangea? <laughs> I will give it a. Uh, hmm. I'll give it a Talibu Island. What is Talibu Island? A Talibu Island. Is it is oh, in Indonesia. Is. So that's where I will probably get. Pam, are you okay? Yeah, I just want to see, my oh mouth my goodness! Yes. The, the <laughs> <laughs> GMT goes here. No, no. Okay. It was just All right. That wasn't working. Okay, but essentially, you know, Indonesia is fucking huge. Indonesia is huge. I mean, I could just say, and, and, and I could just say, I give, I give it an Indonesia too. That's fine. Yes, yeah, so or Jakarta Sri Lanka. A Sri Lanka would be so a better representation. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I could just give it a Sri Lanka. I thought the writing was average. Yeah. But the uh, again the 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 quality of the film I was watching was great. Like just the sound quality, the CGI design, the way the powers looked and felt, all of that was so masterfully done. It was just it was off the charts amazing, and I wasn't disappointed. And again, this is a movie I one hundred percent support. Um, there's a critic out there on Rotten Tomatoes who just went, this movie is straight out, straight up like uh, crap or something like that, or st- straight, up, straight up something. She basically just saw it like it was nothing. Uh, and I'm just like, you know what? You can suck a dick because that movie was amazing. So I like the movie was amazing for what it was, for what it had going for it. I wouldn't say it's complete trash. What's complete trash is many other movies that aren't that many uh, other movies we have reviewed <laughs> so the, the project power is not it and i'm pretty sure she would have probably given old guard higher than than project power which again is bullshit i don't like that you know, that's the best part i don't remember what happened in old guard well, compared to this yeah 
So I mean, I don't remember what happened in this one, really. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm clear that's a lie. I do remember what mm-hmm. happened in this one, but I like old guard. I'm kind of like, oh yeah, we reviewed that. And also, one thing I would like to mention too, Hollywood has been very good at telling us, hey, Sydney Sweeney is a thing now, who's like the next Margot Robbie or whatever. Uh, they're good at telling us Timothy Chalamet is the next Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio, but we have seen two very strong black young female actors in Kiki Lane and Dominique Fishback. These are two young black female actors that are killed. Like for both their roles, they've killed it right now. The way they've held up their bargains in both Old Guard and uh, and Project Power. I do so like, I just want to see right? Dominique. Yeah, I Fishback. like her better than Kiki, Kiki. Lane. Really? Yeah, I, I like Dominique better. Yeah, I like I like. Them I both. think okay. I can't directly compare them because like Kiki's character in Old God They're was very a very it's a very muted yeah. character compared yeah. to how Robin is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but either way, like I said, love both their characters. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see not just Hollywood but social media push them. More as just actors in general. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. So there's like a lot of black actors like they come to the forefront like later, and, not later, but like at an age you didn't wouldn't expect. Like Chadwick Boseman truly did not blow up until like he was forty. But that's a pro- that's the that's problem. a problem. That's it's a I problem. Mean. I'm not. I'm it's not, the same thing with like Denzel, not Denzel Washington. Um, David Washington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Yeah. I like. I want them to be pushed. Like Timothy Chalamet is like nineteen. And yeah, they're pushing him right now. He's white as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that like right now, like. it's Actually, our no. job to push. To I push think the ours. only one we've truly pushed for is like Keith Stanfield, but it's fucking like Keith Stanfield. Yeah, but also like Keith is how old? What is like Keith? Like he's 30? also almost thirty. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Not the worst At, thing. I've but played, for though. black actors in general, it takes until your yeah, middle. Yeah, he's pretty ugly. Yeah, it takes. No, until not like Keith Stanfield, that Timothy guy. Oh, okay. It takes until you're you see you say that, but there's a lot of like white high school girls that are in love with him. Um, yeah, but <laughs> you know what I'm going yeah, to say. I know what you're saying, but anyways, what I I'm saying is my ovaries actually just shriveled. <laughs> More but cobwebs. what I'm saying is, Lakeith, <laughs> like <laughs> black actors, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can I get my point across, please? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think. Oh fuck! Okay, yes, please God, continue. I think the issue here is black actors. They don't need to wait till they they're don't. thirty. No, they don't. Till they're forty before they. At what age did Idris Elba finally become a thing? He was probably 40s. in his mid thirties mm-hmm. when he started becoming famous. I don't like that. No. How, at what age did Leonardo DiCaprio become a big like deal? Fourteen, fifteen. Right. Yeah. See what I mean? Like it's at what age did Jamie Foxx start becoming a thing? Probably in his late twenties, maybe. You know what I mean? So I feel like Jamie Foxx is one of the I don't want to say earlier bloomers, but I feel like he was a little bit earlier in his career than a lot of other ones were. But Jamie Foxx was also a singer first. But I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. He was also a singer first, or like a musician first. I I think the problem, okay, the problem then, the problem then becomes the type of movies that are created, Mm. because a lot of these fucking young white actors that get push the very forefront right it's because they're portrayed in movies where they play that innocent child and they have to be pushed to the front right whereas to, to typically black movies the young black actress or actor is playing that problem child or that child that does whatever right mm. so like as a whole hollywood not push that the character role which is frustrating because mm. like 
I'm not saying we should get rid of those movie types because that movie is based on reality. Mm-hmm. That's someone's reality, you know. Oh no, no, no. So the problem is the problem is we have to change the way social media and the way the Hollywood system works. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that though because then you have like the kids from like us for instance. They were Those great. two kids were brilliant actors as well. Yeah. But as soon as the movie was done, heard nothing from them. Like uh, and they weren't pushed at all. You know it, what I mean? They weren't pushed but as yeah, well. But like yeah. the kids in Stranger Things were like pushed. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know right? and like, not even the black kid in Stranger Things. It was the others. Was, and actually, you know, now that you really said that, I was like, wait, there's a black kid in there's Stranger Things? There's a black kid in Stranger Things, and it's like, people don't even push him. Yeah, that, and I was just kind of like... Yeah. What else have you seen like, him in? You know yeah, what I nothing. mean? Yeah. Well, same like with Dustin. Like, the guy, the guy who played Dustin, same thing, same thing, wasn't like... Pushed as much as Millie Brown and yeah. the other guy. Dustin was kind of pushed, though. Like, he's Not, pretty popular. He's popular, but like, do you popular. see him in other like, movies and stuff? Him, I haven't seen him in anything else. No, but that might just be like his... That might I, be his decision. It could be the same thing with the black kid from Stranger Things, right? Maybe, Maybe the movie roles he's being offered, the, the roles he doesn't want to do. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And like, that's what I was trying to make my point is. The movie roles that's offered to these young black actors and actresses are probably not movie roles they want mm-hmm. to do or help with their careers. Right. And that's why it's only later on in their careers that they start to get the recognition they mm-hmm. deserve. It's cause, I like, don't know. I think it's just how, it's like silly. maybe it's like the roles like oh we need you to play sixteen year old pregnant girl, and like right, they don't want right, to do that. Right, like right. we need to pay. Is, uh, we we need, need you to play very right. stereotypical mm-hmm. black roles where it's like you can't have a white like a girl or a, oh my god, <laughs> um, have a role that could go to like a young white brunette like with. Like perky boobs and full lips, kind of character, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, even then, it's just me being like, okay, so you have that, yeah. but then how many like movies even is like the black woman, the one who is, who is seen as beautiful, or and that's or my point that I'm yeah, trying to make. It's or, not, you know, it's it's not the actors and actresses' fault. Yeah. It's the movies it's, that are yeah. being I, made. And I think that's which I think is kind of just. Stupid. It's a system so that's stupid. there that we're yeah. trying to change. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that also brings back our conversation that you and I have had about, like, just society in general, how, like, black women are seen as exotic and fiery, and it's like they're, like, a prize to be won, essentially, like, viewed as that, when it's, like... The fetishized. Yeah, the, thank you, that's the word I was looking for, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas, like, it seems like that's kind of also portrayed in Hollywood movies yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. There's this one YouTube video I was watching where they were like interviewing a black woman and she was like, I'm not your sassy black friend. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not who I am, mm-hmm. but that's what Hollywood and, mo- and TV shows portray me yeah. as. Mm-hmm. It's the same as like having a gay friend. Is like, yeah. they're not gonna be this super flam... Like, I have a... My best gay friend is so super flamboyant very like it has that very femme aspect and then i have other gay friends who are just yeah people are different yeah it it depends on the person it's Mm -hmm. like hollywood has made these stereotypes and like and made them into a box and i also feel like social media has also done that a Mm -hmm. little bit that's like that yeah yeah like having social media having that the token black friend or the token asian friend or the token gay friend you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, which is just where I'm coming from, really. And I've just made it a point of emphasis now because even, again, we can't 
be comfortable. Like I said, this is just a message from me now as a person to people listening in. We just can't be comfortable with the way things are right now. Mm-hmm. I am finding myself, even right now, like today even, for instance, I make conscious efforts time after time to be like, you know, I'm at work, I'm talking to like my coworkers, and I'm like, hey, you should check out movie, like films that Kiki Lane has been. Because mm-hmm. guess what? She's not only been in Old Guard. She's been in other stuff that's pretty good too. Um, you know, the person in Project, you check out Project Power, Dominique Fishback is there. And they're like, oh, who is that? Is that, they think I, I'm talking about uh, Fishburn, Lawrence Fishburn. And <laughs> I'm like. actually was at, sorry, Lawrence Fishburn, I have a story about this. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Um, he went, was at the Human Rights Museum and he stopped for dinner and he gave my friend who's a waitress there a hundred dollar tip and she they would jokingly call it a cool fish burn for the rest of that anyways <laughs> oh, that's my little loop. but yeah you know like me now being okay you know what like these are people who be like kiki lane is she's going to be in coming to america too that comes out this They're christmas a coming to america too they are yeah. yes and kiki lane's gonna be in it you know well, and she that's was the same like with the girl who played his daughter i can't think of her name um, but I remember seeing her going, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? And she's in a Hallmark Christmas movie I saw like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's where I recognized her from. Yeah. But she, I mean, other than that, she hasn't really been in anything too notable that I've seen. But I mean, it was like just the fact that I recognized her. I felt kind of, it was Except. like. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I was just going to say, or Dominic Fishback, who she was in uh, The Hate You Give. She's going to be in Judas and the Black Messiah that comes out soon as okay. well. You know what I mean? So yeah. these are young black actresses that are at some point going to make, I, I would hope so anyways, make a stance. Um, and we should advertise them for that. So now I'm making conscious efforts to be like, know this name, know that name. I just educated a few white people on who Idris Elba is for some reason. I'm like, how do you not how even know who that know is? Idris Elba is. Like, so, how do you not know who yeah, Idris Elba is? You know, but then they easily knew. It's like not knowing who Denzel yeah. Washington is. You're telling me you can tell the difference between the Chris's and the Ryan's, but you don't know who Idris Elba is, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that's, my, that's my event. Can I give my opinion now? Yes, go for it. <laughs> Because um, I was like looking at the time, I was like, I still have an hour and a half drive home. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give it the Mal- Maldives. Is okay. That how you pronounce it? Yeah. yeah. Um, the movie was visually stunning. The acting was very good. Um, the music was good. Lines weren't particularly memorable. Writing wasn't great. Um, and like I have said before, this was literally X Men had a love child with Taken. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. Short and sweet. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I guess we're going to do plugs. We're doing plugs, plugs. Rex. Yeah. Uh, you can you know, find... Wait, wait. Okay. I got a wreck. This episode of the Northern Critic Podcast was brought to us by a good friend, Jordan. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I guess, sure. Why not? Shout out to Ryan Malfunction. Find him on Twitch. Great person. Rhythm malfunction. Rhythm yes. malfunction. Um, great person. He's got a great Twitch stream channel. Go check it out. Uh, he does what? Anime things sometimes. World building exercises. He does world building exercises. Yeah. He's writing a book. His Twitch, he mostly does, um, what is it? Adventurous games? Mm-hmm. Like, I know he was doing. Um, let's finish off Breath he's of the Wild. He's been a guest on the podcast. He's been on the now. podcast a couple yeah. of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So great go person. check him out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, no, you can find us at Northern Critic UMFM on Instagram. 
Again, that's at Northern Critic UMFM. On Twitter at Northern underscore Critic. Yep. And we also have a website, which is www.northerncritic.com, where you can find a full catalog of all, well, most, if not all, of the mu- of the movies that we reviewed. Uh, I guess, Pam, are you doing? Uh, plug or rec? Pl- I will either. either. Um, I'll plug myself, because I don't really have a recommendation this week, because I've been busy prepping for my cross-province move in a week. Fair. Um, so you can find me at Winter Beauty. That's Winter Beauty with an I instead of a Y on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think this is my last episode I'm recording with you guys until I possibly come home at Christmas, depending on the COVID situation. <laughs> and as, well, next week I'll still be able to record in Manitoba at least, but after that I'll be coming from you to you guys from Northern Saskatchewan. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah. Um, We're going to have to start factoring in time difference now. Yeah, pretty hour. much. Yeah, but like if we say we start at 8, that means 7 for you? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good thing. You have I have a 9 to 5 job, so. Yeah, or so actually, sorry, sorry, an 8 to 4 job. 8 to 4. <laughs> nice. I'm the only fucking dumbass with um, And we hey, would like I to say. I did that for 7 years through university, so. I, yeah, in university. Wait, well, no, 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 no. From the time I was 15 no. till I would say last summer. Oh god. So I mean I, I have paid my dues too, so uh, it sucks, but So like right before we actually dip out, I would like to read two reviews that we've just gotten on. We have fucking hoorays. We do have some. Um Victoria Falani says the Nordic Critic Podcast is a very informative podcast. You get to find out about new movies and series too. So that that's a five star review. Thank you so much, Victoria. And we also have Mandy, who says it is an amazingly informative podcast. So those are two of the new ones that have popped up here. Uh, and yeah, thanks, guys. That We really appreciate that. It's great. I'm pretty sure they're saying it's informative because we tell them what countries are. Yeah, it's probably. It's your geography Because we just tell them I was going to say, why are. send kids back to school? We can just teach geography like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine if I was a teacher. All my kids, all the kids would come out as fucking far left. <laughs> They'll be radicalized. They'll be like, yeah, I think we should de- defund the police, restructure our law enforcement, <laughs> place more funds into... Hug some trees. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck them trees. I, uh, oh, my goodness. I feel like I'd be the teacher that would, like, throw chalk at students. I would not be a good teacher. I I don't have patience. Uh, all right. All right. Wait, wait. Before we go, I'll be the teacher that makes a kid cry. Oh my god! I'll be like, that's why your mom doesn't love you. You little shit. Really, really, (laughs) really. Anyways, I want everyone to tell everyone just stay safe. Like the numbers are going up out there, so wear your masks, wash your face, and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Did I say wash your face? You yeah, did. You did oh my god, I have not. I, I mean, that's okay I if you like sleep. washing your face. That's okay. If you have I mask mean, needs, you should probably mask wash your face. Needs, yeah. Wash your face. <laughs> I mean, you should probably and wash, wash your, your face. Wash your masks yeah. too. Use soap. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace.